Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD plus. Check out Qualia NAD plus risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD plus. It's what I use. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Hey everyone, welcome to Bulletproof Radio. I'm Dave Asprey, and we're recording this in the brand new studio that we're still finishing, to be perfectly honest. So you should be getting better audio quality, and if you're watching this on YouTube or on iTunes video, you're gonna see some cool stuff here. For instance, I'm holding in my hand the subject of today's discussion. Today's interview is about grip strength. And you might be driving your car going, why do I care about grip strength? And what the heck is Dave holding in his hand? That is the world's ugliest or weirdest biohacking device ever. But there's a point to this. Grip strength matters because in the very, very early days of Hollywood, in order to get film to work, you actually had to manually wind the, uh, the film itself. And what I learned during the filming of the moldy documentary was that, you know, there's still a position called grip. So we had a guy with special gloves who would hold the microphone and he was the grip. So I got a taste of that filmmaking experience. And it turns out that to this day, when we talk about grip, we're still talking about grip strength. And this is not a biohacking device, although I wish it was because it's so cool. This is an old, an old, very old, probably, I don't know, I'm guessing 1950s uh, uh, video camera. Super 8. A Super 8, and yeah. it just looks cool, and it looks like you could also use it as a Klingon ray gun. So if you're not watching this, you're missing out. You could also probably squeeze it somehow. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds, and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. There you go. You're gripping it, winding it up. So... (laughs) What's um, what's going on with grip strength is is pretty profound, and today's guest sitting next to me, if you're watching, is uh, Steve Wood of Zona. Zona Health, um, manufacturer device that uh, is being used to help people lower their blood pressure, uh, basically more effectively than anything else we're finding. 
All right, so check that out. If you've been following Bulletproof for a while, you already know that if you go to the Bulletproof website on the tech page, there's this little device that looks vaguely, sorry, Steve, vaguely phallic. <laughs> and, well, it's got magic powers, to be perfectly honest. It is a, a flat-out biohacking device. It is biofeedback, and it teaches your nervous system to do new things. And I, I put it on there when we first opened the store, even though it's not something that I talk about a lot, because it's got such profound impacts. And finally, it, it, it's overdue, Steve, <laughs> um, to have you on the show. So I wanted you to talk about what training your vascular system could do, because this is not something that's hard to do. It's not something that's expensive, and it's something that is profoundly effective. And so that's what today's interview is about. What does grip strength mean? Why would you care? even if you're not carrying like a, a rock climber or someone who has a need for a strong grip, what does it mean for your, for your performance? What does it mean for your health? So first of all, uh, give me a little bit about your background. Like how did you get into something as bizarre as how hard can you squeeze this little feedback device? <laughs> it's a great question and uh, it's a strange answer. So I'm, I'm a pilot. Uh, in my spare time, I, have, uh, I enjoy flying. What, what kind of a plane do you have? Uh, what's called a turbo retractable Cessna 182. So it's a four-place plane. I've had twins. So I'm, I'm certified for gliders, seaplanes, a uh, variety of planes. So you're a pretty serious pilot. Serious pilot. Instrument rated and uh, I've flown um, a lot of hours for... for I'm, not, I'm not military grade, but... But I fly a lot of hours. But you know the military grade guys. You've had a beer with them and they didn't kick you out? I actually trained one. <laughs> I, tra right. I trained my cousin to fly uh, early on. He got the bug from me. And he just excelled past me and, and uh, went to the Air Force and became a U-2 pilot now flies for United. So, so what does flying have to do there you go. with your, uh, would you call yourself a medical device startup? or what, what we're, we're, we're a medical device startup. So what flying has to do with it? is that every pilot has to take a flight physical on a regular basis. I've been very athletic all my life, played college sports, high school sports, college sports, kept playing, kept active, and, um, and basically wondered why my blood pressure was going up when my doctor told me, Steve, you got to change your lifestyle. I said, so what am I going to change? Well, quit salt and quit this and quit that. None of which had any effect for me. What was your problem? High blood pressure? Low blood pressure? High blood pressure. It was starting, starting to climb into those ranges where they were starting to talk about drugs. Okay, so, you know, it's time to start something before you get there. You know, turn it before it gets bad. Well, I started looking seriously into that. Had just sold a previous company um, and, and was sort of bored and found this guy, uh, uh, Dr. Ron Wiley, who had done some Air Force research in a, uh, a full lab. You talk about centrifugal force. They were strapping the pilots in. They were running, they were running a needle into their, into their vein and, and keeping live blood pressure as they spun them around under 9Gs. I want to do that. That sounds it, awesome. It, sounds, it does. It, it would, you should see the pictures. Look at their faces all stretched oh, back and all. Their, their body is definitely deformed. So as he did this, a couple of the pilots were prehypertensive. As he went through the data when he went back to the university, he noticed their blood pressure dropped. He had them doing a maximum squeeze, isometric squeeze, for as long as they could hold it while they did that. So while they were spinning. While they were spinning. So the, these guys are on one of those things you'd see in like a sci-fi movie, you know, at the, at the end of a, of a long arm spinning yes. around. Um, and he corrected their blood pressure randomness, like you're going to get weird fluctuations under that, just by having them squeeze really hard. And he didn't know what he was doing. Okay. It was an accidental find. All right. Okay. So as he got the data, then he kludged together a device that was the size of this table. Yeah, with weights and springs and all these different things. And he started trying to find a way to replicate those discoveries. How long ago was this? Oh, when he first started this thing, it was in the 80s. All right. Okay. So 40 years ago. And then before he could even get something that was really starting to work, it was in the 90s. And then before he could get something he could make, it was into the early 2000s. So as he started working through this, what he found was there was a, a large background of literature on isometric exercise. They knew a couple of interesting studies that, that really kicked Dr. Wiley off. 
One was a study done in Canada on dock workers. And they had a large study, 6,000 plus people, and they found out of the dock workers, about 20% of them did not ever get high blood pressure when they should have. Whoa. That's a major change. Just from dock workers? Just from dock workers. People are doing medium or high levels of isometric exercise eight hours a day. Okay. Not something you and I can replicate. Talk about what isometric is, because some people listening right now probably don't know what isometric is. Right. It, it's not lifting weights. Okay. But holding weights can be an isometric. So one of the things that, that we discussed earlier is we're not talking going and squeezing something. Okay. And so if you're listening on the radio, I have a set of these Captains of Crush things. Actually, Tim Ferriss sent me one a while back in his quarterly box. And uh, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. It's a way to progressively get a stronger grip. So this is not one of those you know, strength training, squeeze your hand kind of, kind of things that we're talking about, but we're actually using one right now. Right. But if you take that same squeeze and just hold it all the way down, that's an isometric. You're putting your muscles under tension, under load, and keeping them there without changing them. So you're, what you're doing is you're shortening their length and holding it. So, so another example of this would be like getting into a push-up position uh, an inch off the ground and yes. just holding yourself there and not going up, like a, a plank pose, essentially. Yes. All right, so, so this is that example, whereas you could m maybe do 10 push-ups, but holding for one minute two inches off the ground is just a different kind of muscle activation. It's different muscle activation with different results. Okay. So if you regularly exercise an isometric exercise, well, let's go to aerobic, riding your bicycle, mm -hmm. okay? If you, a typical person riding a bicycle 30 minutes a day, five days a week, will drop their blood pressure six or eight millimeters, which is how you measure blood pressure, mm -hmm. six or eight points, systolic. That's the top of the two That's numbers. That's the top of the two numbers. Yeah. That's an important number. If you get anything over three to five, it's going to change your life. So it's a good thing. Normally, aerobic is, is can't really be multiplied. You, you could do all sources. You could swim or you could... It's not going to change much. Isometric typically is only two or three. So isometric exercise is not as good as, a, as aerobic exercise for lowering blood pressure. It isn't normally. Okay. okay. Well, there's, there's a hack, right? Yeah, there is. There's a hack. Okay. Dr. Wiley started playing around with the way that you did this. So if you found the maximum point every day because your body changes... And then if you find a certain percentage for a certain period of time, mathematical formula, with the right amount of rest kicked in, Dr. Wiley was able to come to an invention where a 12-minute therapy, only of which 8 minutes, or actually an isometric exercise, was able to drop blood pressure 10 or more percent. Typically, 10%, and compared to points, that's like 18 points or something with high blood pressure, maybe 15 or 12 points. So way better than aerobic exercise in 12 minutes. How many? How often? 12 minutes a day? 12, 12 minutes once a day, okay. five days a week. So all of a sudden, uh, you know, so a typical drug will drop blood pressure 6 to 8 millimeters. Yeah. Okay? All of a sudden, they're doubling or tripling that response in the research labs. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he, Dr. Wiley looked around and made this little thing that looked like a Star Trek phaser. And, nice. uh, Did it make a sound like, like it, a beep? It, it, it does beep. Ah, it does beep. So it was fun. So all the way back to the story, I didn't want to take drugs. I wanted to control my own blood pressure. I was already exercising. I wanted to do the lifestyle changes. I found Dr. Wiley's thing through a Paul Harvey Oshkosh aviation thing. So the off the wall, how did I find this? I don't know. I found that ordered one, put it on my credit card so I could dispute the charge if it was snake oil, started tracking. Now, my family has a background in medicine, okay, and, and so um, and my brother is a major distributor for a well-known orthopedic supply. Okay, so you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, we, we, we have medical personnel. We know what we're doing. The, so we started tracking because they had to make this device for me. So I'm going to make it. It took them 11 weeks to make it. So every Friday I would go into my physician, have them measure my blood pressure. So I'd get a third party. Started using the device. It's an interesting thing. I didn't know it at the time. I do now. But four weeks into it, I'd seen really no change in my blood pressure. So I called up Dr. Wiley and said, what's the story? And, and what he said was, 
Well, just keep going. It varies on the response for people, but in the next week or two, you'll see a major change. A week later, my blood pressure dropped 27 points systolic. Holy crap. And 20 points diastolic. What was it before? Uh, I, I was in the high just prior to prehypertensive. Well, about 150-ish, so, 160-ish? Uh, in the 150 range. Okay. Yeah. So 140. And 140. you dropped 26 points 27 back points. In, into a healthy range, essentially. Into a healthy range. And what, what this does, what this isometric exercise does, is it's like a rubber band. The further away you are, the bigger the mo modification is. It doesn't take people from 110 to 80, but I've seen people come from 200 to 120. Wow, and and so is there like a bag of pills that comes with it? No, there's no pills. Oh, of course not. I'm kind of asking a question for people listening because we've had it on the website. When I first met you, I'm like, this is the perfect example of how using a computer to talk to your nervous system and to help you control your biology can have profound effects. Yes. Uh, and that's why I put it on the Bulletproof website. And it's you know it, it hasn't received as much attention as it should because compared to restricting salt, which raises your heart attack risk, unfortunately, yes. when you restrict it even to the levels that they're recommending you restrict it now. Um, this idea of you could be on drugs or diuretics, there's other things that are rough on your kidneys, uh, or you might be able to just train your, your body to do it right. Training your body to do it right makes lots of sense to me. So, so there's some backup. They've done studies on this now. We're not standing alone anymore. So the Journal of Hypertension, which is the main journal in our field, okay, did a meta-analysis. They took a bunch of studies, pulled them together, decided which ones were valid and not valid, and came out at the end of the day saying, we expect it to drop blood pressure by 10%. And I want to give you a relative idea of what that means to the world. Because basically high blood pressure is the number one attributable cause for death in the world. Okay? It's a controllable thing. There's 1.1 billion people that have this issue. Hmm. Uh, big deal. Lots of money spent on it, okay? The drugs have side effects, but at the end of the day, what the Journal of Hypertension postulated, they said, if this continues this way, we would expect strokes to go down by 46% population-wide, okay? And we expect cardiovascular disease to go down by 29% population-wide. Now, just in the hard numbers, a stroke costs about 150 grand, a heart attack costs about 100 grand. So there's some good money there, okay? But the quality of life issue, and that's what you and I have talked about at other times, quality of life is worth a lot. If you're going to save for retirement, you don't want to be retired in your bed, stroked out. Yep, it's really inconvenient. <laughs> it's, it's hard to enjoy. It's hard to enjoy, right? Yeah, it's now, terrible. We can't guarantee anything that what we're doing. What we're doing is training you and walking you through an, an exercise. What we can guarantee is that the results will be something that you like. Because what we found in studies... When you say guarantee that, I mean, is that like a business guarantee? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so if someone gets his own a plus, and so by the way, I, I suppose we have a commercial relationship just to disclose that because I am a distributor, an extremely small distributor. I put it on the site not because that's how I make a living. Yeah, um, like we're a coffee kind of company, but just because it's one of the things I'm like, this is one of the coolest ideas I've ever heard of. And I think it's been up for two and a half years. Yeah. Um, but you're sort of coming out now with more research and I, that's why you're more research podcast, and, and clarifying what, what is happening on this research of all the studies that have been done. Almost 100% of people have had significant responses. So, so if people try it, you're, you're at this point able to guarantee that they like the results or you just refund the, the, refund the money. Refund the money. All right, so that's a good deal. Straightforward right. deal. And now I know coffee is a great model in a business because you have to you consume it, right? Yeah. Well, our device isn't like that. It should last 15, 20 years. You mean you can share it with your friends? Well, it's designed to share with your significant other. So there's two users available on it. Uh, information, we, we're looking for people to get involved in, in our cloud. We want them to, to share the information, their success, because we, we're actually finding we have lots more numbers than most of the researchers do. Tons of data you can get from this thing. There's right. 20,000 plus people using this now. An awful lot of them are doctors.
I have it here. Um, if this is, you didn't bring this one. I've had uh, two or three of these laying around the house for a long time, you know, just to use occasionally when I, oh, look, I'm doing something, I'll do it. Yeah. But here in the biohacking lab, the Bulletproof Labs, um, you just got a tour downstairs. Uh, this is part of the, the gear that I have here for increasing human performance. I, I think having vascular level training, uh, or probably neurovascular is the right word for it. Um, neurovascular would be correct. Yeah. You... Um, <laughs> there's not really a downside or, or is there like what are the risks of training like this you know there's there's two basic risks one we put a warning on all of our product that if you are on medication and you start to get lightheaded when you stand up it's because your blood pressure is dropping too low after you use that after you use it so please go talk to your physician and, and have them lower your medications so that's one risk Okay. You can pass out and hit your head and die, to be perfectly honest. So, like, yeah, no, if yeah. you stand up and start feeling dizzy, sit down and, and just stop. Get, talk to your physician. The, the second risk, uh, basically, as you go through the second risk, is that you start taking this lightly and think everything's okay. Blood pressure is something you can't feel, taste hardly at all. You know, it's just, and, and you need to monitor, you need to keep track. and. And you need to take care of it. And so some people think, well, I'm going to solve everything. Well, you don't solve everything unless you become consistent. And it takes consistent use. We've had some people say, I'm only using it two days a week, but I should see some benefit. What's interesting is what Dr. Wiley found is there's a certain stress level, percentage stress level, time, interval, rest, repeated on a sequential basis to get results. So how many weeks does someone need to use this? We've, we found people see results in as short as two and a half weeks. Okay. I've got uh, my COO, uh, who's very Dutch. He's, he's American, but his, his background's Dutch, and his genes are very Dutch. Took 14 weeks. And I say that's because he's stubborn, which sort of matches. His father took 14 he weeks did as well. Five days a week for, for 14 weeks. weeks. Okay. We have one report of one lady who called us up after a year. And I t- actually talked to her because I thought this is strange. She goes, I was beginning to get ready to send this back to you. I thought, I would never have done this for a year. She said, but it dropped my blood pressure. We have one guy called me, and he says, it's not working for me. It hasn't dropped my blood pressure. I said, what do you mean? And he says, well, it didn't drop my blood pressure. Okay. I said, well, send it back. We'll give you a refund, which is what we're talking about. We don't, we don't want people yeah. not, I mean, he says, I'll never send this back. You couldn't pry it out of my hands. I said, why? He says, I was going to commit suicide this coming week because I've had head pain for the last two years of my life. He says, it's gone. And he says, that's what happens. He had blood flow issues in his brain, and it, it normalizes blood flow. That's that what we're guessing. Yes. So we know some things are happening physiologically. We're getting distensibility. That is the flexibility of your arteries. It's going up 267%. So we can measure the change. Diameter, brachial artery, is up about 10.5%. The resistance vessels, which is where arteries and veins come together, mm-hmm. they're functioning better. The endothelium, which is the liner of the artery, mm-hmm. okay, produces nitric oxide, which is a vasosignaling dilator. Um, so, so you've got uh, the increase in nitric oxide, you've got the, the endothelium uh-huh. smoothing and coming back to normal. And, and you hit this one when you said neuro. Okay. The, you can measure the electrical system, the autonomic nervous system, whether it's parasympathetic or sympathetic. But it's fight or flight. Fight or flight. Rest and recovery. Exactly. Fight or flight. We change that. We can monitor the change inside of 30 seconds. So the other big tech that I talk so about. So just take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot about heart rate variability training. We have Stress Detective as the Bulletproof app for that. And... Uh, that's the same thing. It's about modulating that thing. So you're saying 30 seconds of squeezing, not too hard, not too light, which is the, the real genius of what this thing does. Yes. Um, that, that I didn't actually realize this. I hadn't read that research. Um, that it changes, it reduces your fight or flight, your sympathetic, and increases right. parasympathetic. That's interesting. It changes it dramatically. And nice thing, if you use this five days a week, and you're going to use it the rest of your life, but if you use it five days a week, and two years from now, you go on vacation and you forget it. We're actually retraining the body 
Don't stress out about it. If you're gone for a week, it's not going to just come right back up. So, so do you have to use this forever for 20 you, minutes? You're going to use it forever. Wow, that's kind of inconvenient. I, I could just do it for like two months. I don't have high blood pressure anyway yes. at all. Well, but you, you if, if do, I did it... You just, can do it for whatever long you yeah. want. But if you want to keep the blood pressure down, what happens is it climbs back up when you quit using it. Over how much time? Three to four weeks. Okay, so basically you could use it for a while, stop using it, use it for a while, stop using it. Well, I'll give you an example, and it's not one that I want you to follow, Okay. I had a Delta airline captain call me, and he, he said, uh, I need to order another one of those Zona Pluses. I said, okay, uh, what do you use it for, sir? And he said to me, he says, well, I, I use it for my flight physicals to get my blood pressure down. I uh, said, really? He says, yeah. He says, I start six weeks before my flight physical and get my blood pressure down and pass, and then I do it again in six months when I have to take my flight physical again. Now, that would be called cheating. cheating. Well, it, yes and no, it's legal, but... Okay. Uh -huh. What he's basically saying is he doesn't care about the people in the back. <laughs> he doesn't care about him and his family. He doesn't mind if he strokes out, and he doesn't mind if he has a heart attack. Well, there's two pilots, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's not making a wise choice. I guess. He's making a poor choice. So, so. so the the decision that people have is they could work on doing some combination of weight training and aerobic exercise, uh, uh, maybe high-intensity training, which all of which can have different amounts of effect on, on your uh, blood pressure. They can look at dietary modifications. Uh, they can look at, at stress reduction techniques like meditation, uh, lifestyle changes, um, getting out of unfortunate relationships. Um, they could take drugs that lower their blood pressure, or they could do some combination of those things, or they could say, look, I'm going to spend 12 minutes a day probably while you're doing something else. Um, you need some attention. Like, it's hard to watch Game of Thrones and do this because you get distracted. But you could, like, listen to, to a podcast, like, say, Bulletproof Radio, where you're doing this, and it would work just fine. It would be easy. A lot of people do two things at once. Okay. So we don't want you driving while you do this. That, that would actually be really difficult. I mean, I can do heart rate variability training while I drive, and it's actually good because when someone cuts you off, you see that you went into fight or flight, kick your ass mode. Um, but I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be safe to do this either. So it, it's an interesting trade-off because people value their time and their energy and their effort and their willpower. But they also don't want to spend money, which equates to time. Yep. Um, and the, there's health risks from taking pharmaceuticals. Um, there's health risks from eating anything too, for that matter. You know, there's yep. always a, a risk reward. We just want the, we want the reward to be much higher than the risk. So. I, I would say this is worthy of, of consideration as something you could do. And. All right. If you're going to do an hour of cardio every day, which I actually don't recommend for long, long, for all sorts of longevity, uh, as well as overtraining kind of things, right. like it's, it's possible to mess with your blood pressure that way. But this is kind of a time efficient way to achieve pretty substantial goals. It's time efficient. It's typically less expensive in the long run. You've got a one time expense. So I, I actually have to confess because I didn't, uh, I didn't look at our website right before this. I don't know the retail list on, on this device. What is it? $599. It's about 600 bucks. So not, not the cheapest, but compared to medication for a year, it's cheaper. Yeah. Average person on medication co-pays a little over a thousand dollars a year. Okay. Okay. Average mountain bike. What's it going to be? About mm -hmm. 500, a thousand. Okay. My friend's mountain bikes are four or five or 6,000. Oh yeah. So, so typically that's where, where we are on that. It's a thousand dollars a person and, and two spouses or a couple of people, roommates, whatever they are, um, could, uh, can share one of these. And honestly, if you had four people in a house, is it really that hard for them to do it? Yeah. Realistically, yeah. you're, what's going to happen is there's the, the consistency. So one of the things that we've had to build into this mm -hmm. is an accountability standard, right? So you do it. It tells you how you score. It tells you how you've done this week. It tells you how you've done in the last 12 weeks. And it keeps you on track. It'll email you. It will tell you. And it'll remind you. There's things. You, and so, realistically, you can't get too far out. So that's kind of the difference between biohacking and quantified self. Um, quantified self is, is data collection and analysis to learn more. And I, I'm a fan of that movement. You know, Kevin Kelly's been on Bulletproof Radio. He's one of the founders of it. Um, Seth Roberts, another one of the guys who, who recently passed away. And, and I were also, like, we, we talked a lot about carbohydrate timing and sleep quality. And so quantified self I've loved is like map makers because they get all this data, they crunch it, and then you become conscious of behaviors you have. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of interest in sensors with quantified self. 
from a biohacking perspective, what gets me really excited is not so much the data, but the interaction of real-time, very tight feedback systems with the body. So the biohacking perspective of the Zona device is when it tells you squeeze harder right now, squeeze less, squeeze harder, squeeze less, and you do this to get your, your stuff exactly right. And this is real-time feedback. Right. So that's what you get here, but then the quantified self-value of what happens here is when you look at the screen, it shows you a pie chart. It shows you how much how much you've done. You upload it to the cloud, and it shows you what you've done over time. Right. So, so there's like the map, and then there's the do it right right now. And, and, and the stories are, about doing it right now are very interesting. So, so the story just before we, we started this, uh, was this is really hard. It's not easy to do. Typically, we tell people to allow about a week to be able to hold this steady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people are earlier, some people are longer. But we, we want them because that feedback, that instant feedback, being able to take action immediately and get the results you want immediately, mm-hmm. it's critical to doing this. It's absolutely critical. If you get off a little bit, you lose the benefit. You can't be too high or too low. You have to be honest at the start. You have to squeeze hard for that one and a half seconds. If you don't squeeze hard, you're going to get a weak result, and then you're not going to get any benefit. So, I mean, But you're right. Real-time feedback is what made the difference. I've found that for every single intervention that has feedback, the tighter the control loop, the, the tighter that real time, the better off you are. Like your nervous system is so impatient that in the time it takes you to form a thought, it's like, oh, I'm so bored already. So that, that do it now and it beeps and it, and it really gets your attention. Uh, so same thing with neurofeedback, uh, all the sorts of training that I do for the, more the nervous system, but even reflex balance training. Imagine if you're trying to learn how to balance on a ball and there was a, a core second delay before oh you fell over, word. you would never learn to balance, right? Standing on the balls down in your room. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the yeah. If I had to wait a fraction of a second, I'd be on the, I'd be on my face. Yeah. You know, it would not have been good. We actually tried in the study, we put a piece of paper over their screen so people couldn't see their force. Mm-hmm. And even though they thought they were squeezing as hard as they could, yeah, they weren't. in a minute they were down to zero. It's the body lying to you yeah. because it's so lazy. Yeah. Uh, the The other device downstairs is the ARX, and mm-hmm. uh, people just heard an interview. Uh, if if you're a long time listener, uh, within the last twenty or so episodes, uh, the inventors of the ARX Fit device came on. This is a a big thing, and you'll see it in videos of Bulletproof Labs later. But it uses a big 18-inch tablet to show you when you're doing a bench press or a pull-down or any of the other exercises. The entire time, it's showing you a power curve so you can see I'm, I need to beat what I did on my last rep, even if there's only two or three reps. And that real-time feedback is what makes it so after two reps, you, you like can't walk, you're so sore. And same thing here. So this is something that we couldn't do 20 years ago because the tech didn't Correct. exist. Did not exist. And it's something throughout the entire history of exercise physiology that didn't exist either. So now we're basically making the nervous system pissed off that it's not doing better than it did before. And a lot of this is, is like not really the prefrontal cortex parts of the brain. It's the more primal competitive things that get kind of triggered for that. So you can push yourself to beyond what you normally do. And in this case, it's not squeeze harder. It's actually squeeze less. And this is a problem for me. When I do it, I'm squeezing the thing and it says squeeze less. I'm like, less? All right. And then more and then less. And I realize that you can sort of feel that that what I'm learning is, is control. Yes. Rather than just raw power. If you want raw power, you go to the captains of crush things. And these are like progressively harder, heavy duty things and uh, like professional grade things that rock climbers use. And this is about just do it harder. And when you, when you and do frequently as oh, much as you can. Too. Yeah. You're, you're getting strength, but you're not getting much control. And this is about not too much, not too little. Right. Uh, it, it's like the problem right. teaching a robot to hold a wine glass without breaking it. Right. <laughs> it's the same sort of problem. And you're teaching your body to hold your, your blood pressure to regulate it within this range. Not too hard, not too little. Um, so this is, this is a, one of those breakthrough things that's so different than the way we've approached this before, which is basically like make the body get rid of water 
uh, so dehydrate the body, let a lower blood pressure. There, we did a good thing. Maybe not. Uh, or some of these other uh, other approaches, like exercise and diet and all. Uh, this is something new. And new technologies are disruptive by design. And my whole career, like the first thing ever sold over the internet was a t-shirt out of my dorm room, uh, believe it or not. Um, in fact, it was a caffeine t-shirt. But that was, a, e-commerce was disruptive, right? And cloud computing was disruptive. Uh, and, and I definitely played a role in the, the early days there as well. So I've been following these disruptive technologies my whole career. Like, how do you do it better? But one of the things that happens when you disrupt big companies is they get pissed off. And uh, the guys who just figured out how to make commercial perfect diamonds that are actually real diamonds, right. you can't find where they make the diamonds or where they live because they're concerned that they're going to get killed right. by, by you know, the diamond mining uh, conglomerate people. De Beers. Yeah, the, the De Beers people, right? And that sounds weird. You can read about this in Wired. This isn't like a conspiracy theory thing. It's no. just like, no, really, when you disrupt that multi-billion dollar industry, uh, sometimes you just wake up dead. Um, should I be concerned about getting on the same flight as you? Because, you know, like, aren't you going to... Yeah, no, you're, you're really... Millions of dollars. You are much better known than I am, and, and people will actually remember your name. So, so I, I hate I, to tell you, like, I, I think we're really safe there, but it's, that's not true. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Bulletproof radio is, is number one ranked on iTunes and health and fitness most of the time. So nice. there's a really good chance that a hundred thousand people are going to listen to this conversation. And if we have something that has the science that's behind this, cause I, I've read many of the studies we've talked, we've known each other for three years. You've been to the Bulletproof conferences, by the way, that's a quick plug. Bulletproof conference, October something, something 23rd. <laughs> anyway. October, bulletproofconference.com, it's all good and all that. But um, anyway, you've been there. So like, like you're a very credible guy and your technology is credible. I can't say that I've seen results because my blood pressure is already low. Like I, I don't have an issue with high blood pressure, but I, I, I've seen the science, right? This is a legitimate new disruptive technology. So 100,000 people hear this. I expect that a lot of them are going to pay attention. Well, think of it this way. Here's, here's sort of my little thing. When I first started out of this, I was bored. I'd sold my previous company. Mm -hmm. What was your previous company anyway? It, it was, it was bottled water. Oh, you're a bottled water guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, we had uh, a long story, but, but we had some of the best water in the world. Harry and David's carried it was uh, lots of things. Anyway, I sold that to Chesapeake Utilities, a New York Stock Exchange company, um, and took a year to figure out what, where life was. Realized my blood pressure was changing and started looking around. That's how this happens. Just an accident. Okay. Wow. And my brother told me it was snake oil. You know, he's the medical guy. He says, it's snake oil. He says, but if it's real, Steve, he says, if it's real, it'll change the world. Every disruptive technology is snake oil when it starts every <sighs> single time. That, that's, that's basically the last cry of the people who are being disrupted. That, that they always say it. And sometimes the, the people selling something are wrong, yeah. but uh, that, that's always a charge that makes me interested in something. So, yes. Yeah. And, and so we started off, everybody told me we we're nuts, but we raised the money to do it. And we went to our first American Society of Hypertension meeting, and, and the doctors laughed at us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The third year we went to the International Society of Hypertension, the doctors were stealing the units off the table. It was here in Vancouver. No okay. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it was here in Vancouver. They were stealing the units off the table. We had to grab them. Those doctors, man. You gotta watch them. Well, you know, it was, a, it was an interesting <laughs> deal. And so, so as, as things have changed, what I've come to the conclusion of is I, I really enjoy finding different ways to help people. You know, we've tried to help people and, 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 we, in fact, we take our, our, our return units, we can't resell them. And, and we take those, we put them to various vet, veterans organizations. Good for you. Well, if, if you're in a veterans home, you don't have any money. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, so the point is, but what we want people to do is everybody has this in their life. Everybody knows a stroke or heart attack victim. Everybody, almost everybody gets hypertension. Yeah, uh, my, my dad has one of these. I, I gave it to him. Yeah. It, and so what we want people, it's just tell people there's, there's a, a possible solution that has very little downside. And if it doesn't work, you send it back. If it doesn't work, you send it back. What percentage of them do you get returned? Oh, somewhere between 3 and 7%, depending on what kind of deal it is. And, and that's, that's kind of how it is with almost any device. So that's not, an, it's not 20%, which is... Mo most of the people tell us that they've never used them. And they send it back. We've only had a couple come back. We had a couple people say, I don't like the color. 
It, it is kind of. I'm uh, sorry. It's gray and lavender. It's just it's, it's, it's like it's shade what, of gray. It's but what they said, you know. I took it yeah, out. Fifty shades of gray. I took it out TSA and like, Dave, what is that? And I'm like, I can't tell you. Yeah, please don't. don't. It's <laughs> a, it, I've been told I need to add features, but the, but the, the, but so the point is, you know, we had to come back with that. We've had people come back uh, if you had very bad arthritis. Oh, you couldn't just because you're you're just not going to be able to squeeze. Yeah. But I had little old grandmothers, 87 years old, who could barely squeeze, call me up and say, my blood pressure's under control. Wow. I've, you know, my orthopedic surgeon who played at University of Michigan said, my blood pressure's lower than it has been since I went to college. Uh, so so th- there's an angle here that, that people listening probably, uh, like, you probably didn't expect this. Uh, I just had uh, uh, Max uh, Lugaver on. We we're talking about Alzheimer's disease, and we we're talking about uh, the role of, of basically infl- inflammation right. in it. But a lot of people who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease or senile cognitive dementia don't have either one. They actually have low blood pressure to the brain because they're on blood pressure meds that lower the blood pressure so much they don't get enough oxygen in their brain so they kind of oh they're loopy their memory goes so if you have a non-pharmaceutical way to teach the body to do what it's supposed to do anyway a lot probably i don't know what percentage but certainly nowhere near half but some percentage of people who are seriously addled in their own age suddenly will come back to life and that is phenomenal it's we have Little to no research on this. However, the research we have on other aspects, on the, on the, the little small vessels, the resistance vessels, tells us that what you're saying is accurate. Well, this is just from restoring blood flow because they went off the blood pressure meds. They're just over-prescribed that, blood pressure meds. That's level. one. Okay. Yeah. But we're remodeling the vessels. So we're changing diameter, mm-hmm. flexibility, and in effect, there's an inflammatory response change. So those are things that are going on in this. And, you know, can I tell you what's going to happen? No, it's outside of our area of expertise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we give the same guarantee for anything. (laughs) So... what is uh, what are the regulatory authorities? What do they think about this? Is this does this a medical device? Do you need a prescription? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, it depends on where you are, what country you're in. Um, so some countries, it's a medical device with prescription. Like what's an example? One of those. Um, some of the European countries. Okay. Um, in Germany, it's both prescription and over the counter. Is it covered by insurance? It is not covered by insurance. Yeah, it, it will be though. Because if you're socialized it's, medicine, it's a yeah. low cost solution. Yeah. If 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 the results continue to be this way, it's the cheapest solution for for everybody. The alternative to this in drops is actually surgery, and it's a fifteen to twenty thousand dollars surgery with mortality. So, uh, but those are interventions that are that are that are drug interventions or surger, surgical. This is, for lack of a better word, um, a device that is a guide to an exercise, a lifestyle change. So, Health Canada, okay. Both over the counter and prescription, not covered. Oh, th- by the way, thank you, Health Canada, making it available over the counter. That is a sign of a free country. Thank you. Yes. Um, short list for Australia, um, and, and we're looking to go into other places. Interestingly enough, uh, a lot of uh, in the United States. Yeah, what about the U.S.? In, in the U.S., it's over the counter. Go, America. It's over the counter, and not only is it over the counter, <clears throat> but generally, if you go in and you have, uh, if you can show demonstrable results, typically you can use a health savings account for it. Oh, so you can use your HSA to buy this? Typically. Wow. So I would have a doc write your prescript just to, to cover you, but we've had a number of people tell us they do it. We don't do the paperwork, yeah. but we, but it is, a, it is an FDA cleared device. So it's not, it is not, a, it is something you're using and, uh, you're allowed to do this for for a uh, uh, if you can show results. Okay, that is uh, that is a huge thing. So now this is about the opposite of an infomercial. So uh, we have these on a bulletproof store. I appreciate it if you do that and you go there and support this podcast and all that kind of stuff. Also, though, you go to Zona 
dot zona.com zona.com and do you sell them directly or do you we, 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 sell, them? we, we would sell them directly putting okay. putting your notes that the, they heard it on bulletproof okay cool we'll do something, something special for them okay so we don't have anything set up at all right now just well, like no. like I, I i want you to know about this if you're listening to this that's the goal here i, I am not in the business of selling little dildo shaped <laughs> devices that'll change your life um that's not what bulletproof is about but, like, but bulletproof has them on the site yeah but and, it's, and they, it's and they cover knowledge. everything yeah yeah. And, and they cover everything. So so get it through Bulletproof. We're perfectly happy. Or get through you. But what I'm saying is just get it if it's going to help you. And, and it's not important that you buy it through Bulletproof, but I'm grateful if you do. That, this yeah. isn't a sales pitch is all I'm saying. And, and when you see results, please tell us. It will change the world if we can get this out there. We've got some designs for third world countries where, where if we can get this going the right way, we'll be able to put one of these per village in, in there are, there's things out there that we could change, theoretically, just mm-hmm. theoretically. We could save the U.S. about $26 billion a year in, in just the medications for this. Wow. And when you add in, we did a study for Humana, okay, on what the downstream costs are. Mm-hmm. We think we can save Humana, just a small insurance company, believe it, uh, between three and four billion dollars a year, then you add to that quality of life. Now, we've got work to do. There's more studies to be done. There's all kinds of stuff to do. And we're a small company. We're not, you know, we don't have the money to just chase everything. Now, you guys are really small. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I invited you on. I'm hoping to drive some more business for you because this has been done before. Like, there isn't even an analog. Like, the way to say, if you go back 50 years, they're just, hasn't been the ability to to have this kind of interface with the human body before and that's what gets me super excited and do you actually remember how we met we met through michael fishman consumer health summit and and he told me you were just a sharp guy i didn't know you at all he said you were a sharp guy and uh, and you liked this and you had me come to san francisco and speak at a yeah, bulletproof conference. the very first bulletproof conference. You were a speaker there, but I couldn't I knew remember. Not, I knew yeah. nothing. Yeah. I didn't know what you were or who you were. In my eyes, I went to the conference. And my eyes opened up, and I thought, somebody, I, I like this. This is something that I can get my teeth into. And hacking the human body is, is uh, interesting. It was incredible. And that conference was only 100 people. The next year, it was 500 people. And wow. this, this next one coming up, I don't know if it's really going to happen, but I, I suspect we might have 1,000 people there. Wow. And they're there because you get to experience the devices like this. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll be there at this next one as well. Well, I think it makes sense. And, and I was just getting a kick out of watching your success. I, and I think I've talked to you a couple times. Well, we've talked several yeah, we times. Talk. So, so quite, quite a bit. But... But I just watched, and it's been good to watch you succeed and watch the world look at you. And and the idea, it's time. It's the right time. It's like take control of your biology. Yeah. (laughs) Because something's controlling it, and it's either you or it's it's not random, whatever it is. Well, I sure don't want to be in the healthcare system. The healthcare system today, pretty much wherever you are, is limited. Mm -hmm. And if I can stay out of it by a simple remedy... You know, whether it be walking a mile a day or, or lifting some weights or, or doing this, whatever, if I can stay out of the healthcare system, I want to stay out of it. It's important. I, I was actually just doing the math, and right now for Bulletproof employees and people on the Bulletproof team, I give them more store credit on Bulletproof than we pay for their insurance premium to cover uh, for, co- for employees who have in- insurance coverage, uh, which is be- I kind of feel like that's where the value is. <laughs> the insurance coverage is you know you get into a car accident or you have some trauma. That's really a good thing. But when it comes to preventive maintenance of the body uh, to maintain a healthy state, it it feels like having access to uh, quality food and quality supplements is a way better investment. It is. And under the new healthcare law, and it's something I'm trying to figure out, but I don't know yet. So if anybody's listening to us that has one of these medium or large size companies, okay, you can take, if you can do a, a change in lifestyle in a corporation setting, You'll get a tax credit of eight hundred bucks a year. Okay. How do they measure a change of lifestyle? I do not know, but I can tell you a change of lifestyle that you can measure is if you gave one of these to every one of your employees, you can watch your blood pressure drop. Uh-huh. If you make three millimeters, you change their life, and it's uh-huh. measurable. 
That's interesting. So I'm just thinking like a change of lifestyle. Like I'm changing to the bacon lifestyle. Yeah. I'm making sure that I'm eating six strips of good quality bacon from healthy pigs every year. Yeah. Like that's what you, like I really don't know how you quantify a change in lifestyle. They have rules for it and the lawyers are involved in it. And what can I say? But it is actually a truth. You can actually, you can actually get a tax credit for your employees taking, taking this situation wow. and, and taking control of their future. That's really cool, especially for big companies. Like we both run very yeah, small, small organizations. And, but if you had, imagine yeah. if you had ten thousand people in your company, that's big. It pays for everything and makes a profit. So I mean, <laughs> I've I've friends at Google and Twitter and and you know SpaceX and companies like that with sizable employee base. I want to fly in SpaceX. That would make I, me happy. I mean, I've I've been out to space. I expect. I think you know. I don't know if it's even in the camera, but there's a picture of me with the the X Prize uh, uh, anniversary crew, um, and Peter Diamandis uh, wrote one of the blurbs on on the cover of the Bulletproof Diet. Um, but these are the sort of companies that embrace disruption. So I'll actually make an intro uh, to I don't know if it'll be to Peter or someone on his team uh, for you guys because you think those companies are at scale. Um, yeah. Elon Musk and his kind of organization. I have no idea if, if you know, that'll go anywhere or not. And there's there's no implied association here. I'm but, not holding anything. Yeah, I'm just looking for the um, the big innovator companies like that. Mm-hmm. And I've I, I just gave a talk, for instance. In fact, there we go. I gave a talk to all of Yahoo's employees about a month ago, which was really kind of an honor. So a thousand people in the room, and all the rest of them over satellite uh, on their uh, weekly CEO call, and we made bulletproof coffee. And actually put a bulletproof vibe in the Yahoo gym. And it was, it was a lot of fun, but that's 14,000 people. Yeah. And if there's a tax credit involved, or even if there's not, you just increase performance or decrease uh, employee absence just by a little bit. Like this feels like it's a good fit for corporate wellness. This is a good fit. So, and, and so when, when I look at the totality of these technologies, including the Zona, but also looking at like uh, the, the heart rate variability monitoring, the ability to build stuff into watches. I, I was CTO at, at Basis for a little while co-founder of their U.S. Um, um, leg of the company, and all these other things, not enough corporate wellness programs are paying attention. So by the time this gets to you know General Motors and Ford and Walmart, that might never happen, or it might uh, be 20 years, be but well. it seems like there's like a, a spearhead of companies around Silicon Valley, New York, L.A., uh, those kinds of areas. I don't know, Austin, there's a few cool startups out there as well, but companies that have grown to enough where there's hundreds of people where you can really make a difference with corporate wellness. Um, are you doing much in that sphere? We're just discovering it. We've, we've, we've just found out that we qualify through the attorneys and all this kind of stuff, right. and, we're, and we just, and we only have limited resources. So ultimately, there's people that specialize in corporate wellness programs. I need to partner with one of those people. All right. Well, I'm, I imagine there might be a few of those listening today. And so one of the reasons that I do Bulletproof Radio is, is you know, to connect people to knowledge and to, to experts. And you qualify as a biohacker. That's why you were at the first Bulletproof conference, uh, for sure. And I'm, uh, I'm really pleased that you could come out here to Vancouver Island to Bulletproof Labs to see all the massive toys downstairs. And I'm actually glad that this is downstairs where I can show it to people. They're not going to get any change from doing, you know, a 12 minute session once when they come to visit me for a day. But it's interesting though. It's interesting that they can see it and experience it. Now people watching, uh, can see this people on the radio are just going to hear a beep, but I'm actually going to turn this thing on and screen lights up. And it's a full color screen and it's going to tell me to do something rest and it's showing me my right hand and then it's going to make me go squeeze as hard as you can for only about one and a half seconds. So quit. Stop. It says stop. 104, I hit 108 earlier. And now I do my other hand. Right. And it's, oh yeah, baby. Uh, 119. Left beat your right. Yeah, but I was kind of pushing against my leg. I oh, you're cheated. not supposed to do that. <laughs> no, it tells me to go to the right and watch that. It says squeeze. So I'm squeezing. It says hold. But squeeze less, squeeze more. See how it beeps when I do it wrong? You, you can hear this. I'll put it by the mic. High and low. So I'm getting an auditory signal that tells me too high, too low, too high, too low. And after a little while of doing this, and I know this because I've done it enough, you get to the point where the screen just says hold. 
and then it's not beeping anymore. So I can sit here and probably carry on a conversation, but about 20% of my attention is going into what my hand is doing to squeeze this thing. And I squeeze it for two minutes. I could, though, be watching Netflix or you something. Will, you want a little trick while you're doing this? Yeah, okay, since well. I know you're going to divert your attention to Netflix. Okay. Hold it one bar over. Mm-hmm. Not one bar under. One bar over. Not under. Over. Oh, you're, you're saying... You're saying uh, so go one bar up. One bar. Three yeah. bars. Oh, yeah, oh those are bars. Yeah. I see. Go one okay. bar up. There you go. Uh-huh. Now keep it up one bar above. That way, if you accidentally let it drop down one below, uh-huh. your math will even out. <laughs> oh, I see. So, so you want to kind of hold it a little bit too hard. Yeah, over pressure just a tiny bit. Okay, so you want it to make it, say, squeeze less some of the time. Yep. And what... Uh, if you can keep it hold perfect for two minutes, okay. that's great. What Most people can't do that. It's hard to do, but I'm finding already, like, like if you can see my arm on the camera, like, like I'm putting a lot of pressure into this, like my bicep is pretty flexed, yeah. and it's, it's getting... Canned right here. Yeah, my forearm is, is getting pretty... Uh, Pretty tired, actually, and I still have 35 seconds left to do this. So it's not that easy to do, but I'm also, because I do grip training, thank you, Tim Ferriss, um, I'm, uh, uh, I'm probably I'm squeezing harder than normal, but yeah. like, all right, I'm like ready to let go at this point, but I still have 20 seconds left. And the second rep is the hardest rep. Yeah. First one's not bad. One of my goals is to get that vibe and come back with 10 good push-ups, you know? Oh, yeah, there you go. You, you, you tried the holding plank pose, the isometric thing with vibration on the oh, yeah. vibe. That thing will completely blow out your chest. Uh, the other thing is, oops, I let go too soon. Bad. There we go. <laughs> now I get to rest for a minute, then I do my left hand. Now, um, I also have downstairs, you saw I have a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, which right. really improves cognitive performance, especially after flying a lot and just getting oxygen into the brain. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool because it's a low enough pressure one that you can go in and uh, you can like watch uh, something on your iPad. You can actually do work in there. It, there's a little bit of background noise, but you could actually be on the phone. It's not that big of a deal. So you're, you can't physically move, but you're just kind of laying on a mattress for an hour and getting hyper oxygen into your body. Is there any reason I shouldn't do this in 1.4 atmospheres? Like, can I spend no. 12 minutes? All right, so that, I'm just going to keep this in my hyperbaric chamber because I'm. my goal is, at least for the next uh, 40 or so days, to do it once a day. And uh, that can just cause some neurogenesis in the brain. And having that stuff in the biohacking facility and finding a way to make it more available for people is you know, one of my goals. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's telling me to so squeeze. We can turn it off if I'm, you want. Yeah, I'm not going to do both, both arms. Just hold it and I'll turn it off. My go. score is incomplete. Ah. And it's drawing a pie chart for my last seven days and says... It's all red. It's yeah. bad. So, so that that's kind of an on-camera demo and an on-air description as best I could do. Sorry if you're driving, but you really shouldn't be watching this on your iPhone if you're driving. Just no, and, and we do have, and I'll, we'll get a link to you, but we do have a video of the of the software, the use, and everything else. Right, we'll, we'll link to that in the show notes. Yeah, so we can do that. All right. Steve, uh, thanks for coming on Bulletproof Radio today, for making the trip all the way up here so we could do this live. My pleasure. Uh, this is a, a neat technology, and uh, I'm, I'm impressed that you stuck with it. I know you've been doing this for a few years, yeah. and it's really... It, it's hard to do a disruptive technology because when you first get started, everyone says you're full of crap. And then you're like, but I can show you that it works. You can see it work. You can feel it work. You can measure it work. And throughout history, especially in medical types of things, you basically had to wait for the generation of doctors to die. Yeah, and, that's and then the, the truth. ones would come in. That is the truth. We're breaking that right now. So we just, 100,000 people will hear this. And they will decide they want to try it. They'll get their HSA. They'll talk to the doctors about it. So we can shortcut this incredibly slow innovation cycle just because we have the cloud, because we have the internet, because we have social media. So I'm really hopeful that people will look at this. They'll check this out and they'll decide if it's useful for them. And if it is useful, great. And if it's not, they're going to send it back to you anyway. <laughs> so I kind of like <laughs> that you do that. And you know what? It's an easy way to overcome fear. And fear yeah. is not something you want and it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're willing to stand behind our product. You know, awesome. and, and we got Mayo Clinic, Journal of Hypertension, Harvard Heart Letter. I mean, we could list the list. It's a who's who. Cool. But can we break through? And well, so, yeah, people will do what works. Yeah. And 
if anything is a testament to that, uh, Bulletproof Coffee is. <laughs> You're like, whoa, I felt a difference. I can see a difference. And even if it's counterintuitive, and I don't think this is particularly counterintuitive because you just measure it, you do it for the amount of time, and either it works or it doesn't. And so just thanks for, for sticking with it. And thanks for having this disruptive. I think thanks for having me up. You're about to break through, and I, I can see that happening. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of Bulletproof Radio, do me a favor, go out and check out all this research on Zona and look at what you can do for blood pressure if it matters to you. And if so, check it out on the Bulletproof store or check it out on Zona.com or wherever else you want to get it. Just use this knowledge that maybe you can train yourself to fix your blood pressure issues if you have them instead of first resorting to drugs. If you need to use drugs to control high risk and this other stuff doesn't work, that's no big deal. It's not a value judgment. It's just like what you can do. And you also know the other things to do. If you don't have a copy of the Bulletproof Diet, please go out there and pick one up. That really helps me work with my publisher. And I am hard at work on the next book for you. And also, if you haven't seen Moldy the movie yet, go to moldymovie.com. More than 50,000 people watched the movie in the first week. The feedback has been phenomenal for the documentary because I keep getting these emails from people who say, you know what? I thought I was nuts, but now I get it. And now my family gets it. So there's lots of people who watch this and go, oh, now I understand why I'm feeling fat and tired for random reasons at times I don't know. So this is one of those big sources of kryptonite you can definitely, definitely hack. And if you did a Google search for mycotoxin hypertension, I wonder what you'd find. Probably something interesting. Have an awesome day. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.